Angela's not here this morning, so you get some substitutes. Um, she had to stay home with Ezra this morning because I have things I have to do up front today, So, and Ezra's not feeling well. But um, hopefully he'll be feeling better. We ask that you remember him and your, him and Lily in your prayers are both feeling a little under the weather. But we have a song for you this morning. Our scripture reading this morning is found in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 1 through 4. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verses 1 through 4. It's talking about godlessness in the last days. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, 
disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Good morning and happy Sabbath. I hope you had a wonderful week this week. I hope that you're enjoying now that we're experiencing some warm weather. I see that the snow has melted. And um, I heard that uh, several people saw it. Is it the cardinal or the one that... Robin, thank you. So I hear that that's, that's a good sign. So we welcome the, the warm weather anytime, right? Well, anyways, I hope you're, you're doing great today. Um, I'm happy to see familiar faces and unfamiliar faces here in church. Uh, I know Cora is back from wherever she was there. I believe it was Missouri. Uh, so welcome, Cora. Welcome. Uh, we, we're glad that you're here with us and others as well. If you see those people, if, if, uh, look around uh, the church and see those that are missing. Let's pray for them, all right? Those that are not here today. Uh, for some whatever reason, let's, let's pray for our, our members, let's pray for our friends that we have here in the Marshfield Church. And so, if you look at your bulletin, today's, and it says sermon, so let me just clarify this, my sermon will not be about Safety Sabbath, alright, that's not the title of my sermon. Today is a special Sabbath as any other uh, Sabbath there is of the ye- in the year. Uh, we've dedicated this Sabbath alone uh, to give you all some protocol, some information about being safe here at church. We want people to come and know that uh, they're safe here. And so you're going to see some of, the, uh, of our elders give instructions as I finish with my little talk here. And so uh, Matthew twenty four twelve gives us, well, Jesus speaking about what's going to happen. Jesus is asked, well, you know, how would we know that the end is near? And he gives them uh, an instruction, uh, some details. In Matthew 24, verse 12, and it reads, I'm reading from the New International Version. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And then we see in Second Timothy, as a scripture reading, if you go there, Second Timothy, Paul speaking to Timothy gives him Another description of what was to take place in the last days, and I may have said this once or twice in my sermons, if you turn the TV on, you can tell that these things are happening now. And, and of course, they've been happening over the years, but now more than ever. And you, you hear of shootings every day. And so this Sabbath, we want to dedicate... So that way, we, uh, although we do know that God's protection is here with us, we also know that we ought to prepare ourselves for whatever. And we want you all to feel safe as well and know that our church, the leadership, is thinking about how to best serve you all. And so with that in mind, I'll give Bob the mic. Good morning. <clears throat> Some may still be wondering, why do we do a safety team and a safety Sabbath? The number one reason is so that 
we can be prepared for the unexpected. Being proactive keeps things from getting out of hand. Uh, another good reason is our insurance company and most insurance companies highly recommend it. The police also recommend it, and they have worked with us to train and help prepare us and, and help us to be aware of what to look for in, in different situations. Now, and like Pastor said, current events demand that we be prepared. Now, you may think that we're just a small church in a small town and that nothing will happen here, and hopefully that will be true. But in the past, these are some of the situations that we have faced. Uh, interpersonal, interpersonal disputes and accusations. That was why we started putting someone in the foyer many years ago. And because of that, we have saved ourselves some serious entanglements. Uh, a lot of these things get handled, and most of you have no idea that they even happened. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, medical emergencies. We've experienced people falling in the parking lot and getting injured. Uh, we've had someone that's had a stroke. And we've had other smaller situations that have taken place. We need to have the people there to assist them, uh, especially in a medical emergency. Time is everything. The parking lot can be a very dangerous and slippery place. It's very hard to see children amongst the cars. And... And we know of a situation at a church uh, our size in a town that was smaller than ours where a child was abducted. So the board has decided that no child under the age of 16 will leave the building without a parent or guardian. It's just not going to happen. We're not going to take that risk. Uh, we often get people seeking financial aid who we don't know anything about. We have been very fortunate and we have, have not experienced a serious bad situation yet. A very good friend of mine who attends a church smaller than ours in a smaller town than this has experienced a relatively serious situation with someone like that. They had to call the sheriff's department. So, uh, you notice we have a lot of fire extinguishers throughout the building, uh, especially the kitchen. There's one at each main door. There's one back by the PA system. We've tried to be proactive. The kitchen is a high fire risk area. The PA system with all the electronics is a high fire risk area. We have them at the doors because of vehicle fires. Uh, I was at Culver's one number of years ago and we were walking out the door and a lady pulled up with her car and parked just in front of us 
and she no more than shut it off and it burst in flames. Fire shot out of the grill. I was able to grab a fire extinguisher from inside the restaurant. By the time I got back out, we're talking less than a minute, the flames were coming out of the grill. Pretty intense. Another 30 seconds to a minute, and there's cars parked in rows. Uh, fortunately, I, the fire extinguisher was able to knock it down. Uh, it was out before the fire department got there, but that's what they're there for. Uh, we are all in this boat together. If you see something, say something. No matter how trivial you think it is, if it catches your attention, it needs to be brought to our attention. Say something, please. The other thing that I need to ask of you is an emergency situation, we will need your full cooperation. Please follow all instructions ASAP because all of our lives could depend on it. Thank you. Miss Joy. Good morning, church. Nice to see you. You know, the one thing I worry about most in life, well, maybe not. I always worry about something happening to me where, you know, I am exposed. I don't mean physically even, but like maybe having a heart attack and everybody's kind of jumping on me, trying to save me. Now, which would you rather have, dying from a heart attack or someone jumping on you and trying to save you? Which would it be? I worry about both, to be honest with you. <laughs> but this morning, we're not here for joking. Now, Matt is the expert at what I am going to try and do right now. Um, he's a respiratory therapist, and he heads up our medical department here at church. I help him because I'm a retired nurse, and I try to, to help out in any aspect of life. I try to do what I can. So I want to ask you before I start reading a little paragraph here for you. Now, how many of us know what CPR means? Well, look at that. We all do just about. Now, how many of us know what AED means? Well, what do you know? Well, for those of us who don't know, CPR means cardiopulmonary resuscitation. That's when you try to save someone who is drowning or who has had a heart attack or who is not in good shape. You're going to try and do what's best for them. And the AED is automated external defibrillator. And this is a machine that we are going to use to try and shock the heart back into action so that we can all live. Now, having said that, we all need to be aware that we can all be helpers in these situations. It could happen here at church. It can happen anywhere. And I think we all should be prepared. We all should be aware that this is something that we can all do. 
I want to just let you know that in one year, 475,000 Americans die from cardiac arrest or heart attacks. That's a lot of people. Jesus, I always pray and hope that I'm not one of them. I mean, I, I know I will die eventually, but I don't want to die that way. I mean, I can't pick and choose, but I'm just letting you know. More than 350,000 cardiac arrests happen outside of the hospital each year. Bystander CPR, that means all of us who are standing by, we're not in a hospital. Bystander CPR, if performed immediately, can double or triple the chance of survival from an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. We can double or triple save people if we are aware or if we know what to do to help them stay alive. You know, in this church, here at our church, we are fortunate to have people trained in CPR. We also have recently placed an AED on the campus. Now, how many of us know where our AED is? Ah, there are a couple of you. We've got we've to show you after church where it is. But I'm glad that so many of us know where that AED is. We also have recently placed an AED here at church. And um, how many of us know how to use an AED? Ah, that is wonderful. I've seen many, many hands. Okay, we can use the AED on anyone of any age. Did you know that? We can use it on babies, and babies sometimes need to have a defibrillator used on them. Of any age, we can use it. Maintenance is minimal. Needed battery checks monthly and replacement as needed. Some supplies need to be replaced periodically, but to have a life-saving device in the building is well with the, worth the cost. Guess what? The Pathfinders just completed CPR training this week. If you're unsure if you can do CPR, ask one of our pathfinders. Can you believe that? <laughs> us older folk having our pathfinders work on us. That's, I think that's lovely. Very nice. I would encourage anyone interested in learning CPR to go take a class. If you need help finding a class or if there is enough interest, we can host a class here. We've done a few of them here already. Please contact Matt if you're interested. And I want us all to be interested in this. I want us all to uh, be aware that we can help each other. That's what our church family is for, to help each other to do what we can to maintain a, a joy in the Lord here just before I leave, though, I meant to tell you before I started, and I forgot, of course, that communion is on the 2nd of April. We want you all to be here to partake in our communion on April 2nd. And thank you.
my part my part is to talk a little bit about our exits in the church and where we are. So, Sylvia, if you can scroll back up. Uh, the top part of this is our sanctuary. So this part right here is the sanctuary where we all are right now. That is about you know, a third of the way back. Uh, and the pews. And we're just kind of talking about where the exits are. You can see we have an exit sign up here. And obviously, we're all used to coming in and out of our normal exit, which is the double doors at the back of the sanctuary right here. So in the event of an emergency, um, tip, especially a fire, we would want to be progressing outside and not be remaining in the building. And we just want to talk to, a little bit to you about um, how we would do that. So from within the sanctuary, if we were in here, whether it's in a Sabbath school, I know in, in Sabbath school the adults mostly sit in this back part of the sanctuary, but as we're in here now, we're all kind of mixed. Um, some of that might depart, depend on your physical abilities. So if you're up here in the front and you're agile and you feel good with stairs, you can go right up and through this door. And Bob, if you want to open that door, there's actually a door that goes straight out the front there, um, right there. And that just goes out to the sidewalk. And we'll talk about where to gather when we go outside in just a minute. If you're in this front part of the church and you're able to navigate the stairs safely, that would be your quickest exit out of the building. Um, would be to go out and just gather right out there. If you're in the back part of the sanctuary, obviously it's probably closer for you to go right to the back door that um, goes out in our where the um, entry is and the turnaround. If you want to scroll down just a little bit, Sylvia. Um, if you're in this back thir two-thirds of the, of the sanctuary, it would be quicker to just go out and go out that door. Now, if there was a fire and we had the fire alarm go off or if somebody came in and said there was a fire, we always want you to... Um, exit in an orderly manner. Don't panic, right? We don't want to knock people down and accidentally hurt somebody as we exit. And we want to make sure that we also don't run into people. There's been incidents in different um, areas. I, I don't. I guess I, I don't think I've heard of any in a church specifically, but in some nightclubs or other things like that where they didn't have their exits properly marked or properly opened where people got piled against a door and the door couldn't open. And then everybody was stuck. Um, so we don't want to create a situation like that. Always remember to be calm. Um, there are those of us who are on the safety team who will be giving directions in a situation like that. So right now, um, today, John and Tim are out on the, on the doors as part of the safety team as our, our greeters at the doors. And they would be holding the door open and giving direction. Other members of the safety team would be making sure that everybody got out from each of the different rooms and made it outside. So look for us who you regularly see out helping with the doors and, and helping on the safety team will be giving directions and helping if there's somebody who needs assistance to get out. Because sometimes we have people here who need assistance to get out of the building as well. So let's be thoughtful about that. Um, parents especially um, be obviously cognizant of where your kids are. Um, so usually when we're in church and in the sanctuary, your kids are together with you, but might be ha something might happen during Sabbath school. Your kids are going to be in the Sabbath school rooms. In that situation... It's the responsibility of the teacher to get the kids out of the Sabbath school room and to the nearest exit and outside. Um, but um, we obviously, too, as a safety team, will be helping account for and making sure where, you're, where everybody is. So if you were missing somebody, we would want you to tell somebody from the safety team right away, I can't find my child or, or can't find somebody, and let us know that right away. As, as you can see in the back part here, these are this is the our parking lot is here, our main parking lot, and this is the... To actually the back entrance of the church because our front, front entrance is here under the, the extension. 
but we come in past the Sabbath school room. So we have the cradle roll, kindergarten, primary, and junior Sabbath school rooms, and then our teens meet here. And for Sabbath school, the adults are obviously meeting in here. Um, so for those of you in these four rooms, your closest exit is going to be to go out here, um, aside from maybe this, the, the um, kindergarten room. It's probably kind of almost a horse apiece, but I think you're probably still closer to this exit. And it would just be to go out this exit. If you're in this room, you could go here to the exit in the back, out to the parking lot where we normally come in, or you could go out this door right here in the kitchen. So if you go back into the kitchen, there's an exit right off the back as well. So those are the different exits we have. As Bob said, we have a fire extinguisher here by this exit, one right here by this exit. We have one right here by the, sorry, right here by the sound system, and we have one in the kitchen as well by the stove. Um, so we have fire extinguishers in each of those areas um, as a precaution as well. In case a fire um, was to come, you know where those are. Um, and then uh, before we flip off of this screen to talk about our gathering areas, does anybody have any questions about exiting or, or getting in and out? Okay, Sylvia, if you can flip to the other one. This one is just an overhead shot of our church. So this is the sanctuary. This is our area where all of our Sabbath school rooms are and the kitchen and this is our, again, our main exit. This is the exit out to the, the parking lot right out here. So if you're going out that exit, our main gathering area is there, except in the wintertime, if we have snow piled there, obviously you can't gather there. We would gather right out here in the parking lot um, in the area where we can go. And then if you're up in the front and you go out this exit, the gathering area is here under these trees. And um, if you go out this exit or the kitchen exit, we'd ask that you gather right out here on this little piece of lawn on the, by the circle drive. And that's just to give us set gathering areas so that as a safety team, we have our radios. We can go to each of the areas. We'll have a safety person at each of the areas. And if somebody's missing, if, a, if, if the, it's during Sabbath school and a parent goes out one exit and the kids are let out the other exit by the Sabbath school teacher, we want to make sure to be able to call back and forth and make sure that everybody's accounted for. So it's um, important that we go into those set gathering areas depending on what entrance you go or exit you go out so that we can make sure everybody is accounted for. Okay? Any questions about that? Okay. That was all I had for that part of the presentation. There are circumstances when we may not be able to use certain exits, and that's where we need you to trust us. We're going to look out for the, your best interest uh, please follow instructions. Hopefully we, hopefully we never have to use any of this, but uh, we, we need to be prepared and uh, we need to work together as a team, the, the whole church as a team. Yep. So, thank you. And as when we had our prayer before we came up this morning, Bob and, and I and uh, Pastor and Joy were in the back and uh, um, Amy was up here leading song service, so she wasn't able to be with us for that part. But um, one of the things we mentioned as we were getting ready to have our prayer before the service is a praise to God for how he has protected us all these many years. He is a gracious and merciful God, and ultimately our trust is in him. But he does give us brains to be intelligent and think about what we would do in certain situations so that we can um, hopefully avoid any um, tragedy. Um, and I think uh, Pastor, you had a, uh, some closing thoughts for us, so we'll turn it back over to Pastor.
First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 40 sets a principle for us, and this is what we're trying to do here, which says, "But all things must be done properly and in order, orderly manner." And so as you heard the instructions, let's uh, take note of that, because hope, God willing, never, we never have to experience this, but if we do, we know that we'll be ahead of the game because we'll be instruct we've been instructed uh, we have a safety team that we're we should listen and part of the orderly and um, is also reverence when we have reverence it makes everything easier if these things were to happen and so we're asking we have the blessing of having many children in this building in this place in this church and so we're asking the parents to as as um as Rick mentioned, if they're in Sabbath school, make sure you know where your kids are. And if you have them with you, just make sure that they're with you. Protect them there. And we'll, we'll try, as Bob say, uh, to do our best our part, in, our, in our part. So that way, um, if we have to deal with this situation one day, we know what to do and how to do it. And so that way, everyone feels safe at the same time. And so, any questions, any, any, any comments? If not, go ahead. Just stay away from windows. Yeah, so in the, in the event of a tornado, that's a good question, Daryl. Thank you for asking it. This hallway, which is the hallway back there between the Sabbath school rooms, is our one of our more protected areas. That's where you have the most structure over top of you. The, the walls are a little closer together, um, and it's just more, more protected. And then the bathrooms here are a much more protected area. So that would be your, your key areas to gather. Yeah. At that point, we're going to try to evacuate very orderly and, and go out just like we would for a fire and get outside the building. In the, in the event of that, hopefully that never happens, but in the event that that did happen, we would not want to be under the trees out here. Yes. So you would want to all go to the area where you're away from something. Buildings, yeah. With that in mind, we want to uh, invite you all as well for our fellowship meal. There always is a great time where we can uh, spend time with each other, get to know each other even more. And so just, just take time to, to look around. If you have not met or, or have not gotten acquainted with a, a certain person here that you see in this building, go out, reach out, get to know them. Let me tell you, everyone has a unique story to hear. So let's go ahead and pray. To talk about, and I'll, I'll talk about this since I'm a parent of a lot of little kids. Um, just make sure, we, we always try to, and you'll see some, sometimes some of us in the, sanct, in the foyer, whoever's on safety duty or whatever, we might try and slow the kids down a little, because sometimes they like to run. Um, we try to, we, we, one of our things in Pathfinders is walk softly in the sanctuary, and I have to get after my boys sometimes. 
Um, and we're trying to help teach our kids too to be good, the older kids to be good examples to the younger kids. But um, always remember, kids, are you listening? So kids, all of you who are children, we have some people in our congregation who are more elderly. They're not quite as spry as you are. They can't bob and weave and, and run like you can. So remember, as you're out, not just in the sanctuary, obviously we want to be quiet and be reverent, but when you're out in the rest of the, the um, building, let's walk softly out there too, because that is part of the sanctuary, and we want to make sure that we don't accidentally run into somebody and knock them down. That's, that would be our big concern. We don't want somebody to fall down and injure a hip or a knee mm-hmm. or something of that nature. So um, help, help us help you and parents. If we are slowing your kids down, we're just trying to watch out for that. So help us, and we'll help you. Thanks. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for the wisdom, uh, the intelligence you've given us, but we also thank you for the protection. Lord, you promised to protect us and guide us every step of the way, and so we thank you for that, but we also are aware that we also do need to do our part, our due diligence. And so, Lord, as we, we go over some protocols uh, regarding safety, we pray that um, we never have to apply these things here at church. But, Lord, if we do, we want to be ready, and we want to make sure that uh, people feel safe here in, in your church. And so uh, help us, all of us. Lord, as well, I pray in advance for the meal that we're going to partake in a few here that uh, the lovely people have prepared with much love and care. And so thank you for being with us. Be with us as we fellowship together. And just thank you for the many blessings. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we're going we're gonna to end with hymn 306. If you all please. Oh, go ahead, sister.